welcome to the Red Dove Podcast. We are female storytellers and our stories center on Black women, activism, and mental health. I'm Rainy. I'm Blue. And I'm Liz. What about this? Um, I This was a definition of racism put forth by a group of uh, Black women feminists. Racism equals prejudice plus power. Yeah. So if you are white, in this America, you have power. So your prejudices, there's a very simple way to kind of conceptualize what we're saying. What is your opinion? Is that an adequate definition, accurate? Sorry, I'm like super jumping in on that. So I don't agree with that because the idea, and I still work off of um, oftentimes the older definition of racism, right? So considering that there are those who attempt to buy their power financially or their their wealth right um or their their the uh, disparities within equity really we can talk about it as it applies to whatever the currency is right so if that currency is relationships if that currency is people being in certain spaces if that currency is the american dollar by using that to make yourself superior and make others inferior right however for those who are oppressed and this is because of the way i was taught and this this once again goes back to that last episode of what are you living for right so like there's no one that absolutely and this is for all people of color period if you didn't know this there's no one that physically has power over you right like you are the only person that sets in um and um rises your son Whatever you dictate is what you're going to live. There's a great book that will remind you of that by just discussing many ways that people do overcome, which is thinking, grow rich, a black choice. Um, don't have the author right in front of me, but he worked with the Napoleon Hill Network, a black author who's currently teaching at um, Clark Atlanta, I believe. So Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice is written by Dr. Dennis Kimbrough. And uh, Dr. Kimbrough is really, he does a great job at just explaining how we have been extremely successful throughout time, have overcome extreme adversities, right? And, you know, the idea, even like, let's look up the word power because this, these, these things are important when you're, when we're using definitions and then we're living in them, right? Because that is what racism does too. It's, it's more than just um, a definition, but it's a way people walk in their life. And that's why just as you all were saying earlier, and um, Liz, you did a great job pointing out that racism, whether it's small or large, which really is not like people have to understand that's not even a thing, right? Like any aspect of racism is just as detrimental in that space, in a future space, in a previous space. It's just as detrimental because it's just as um, harmful. It can cause someone to lose their life. It causes people to go without the necessities that they need. It causes people to feel less than. So when we think about the word power and just going off of what we use, right? The a dictionary that we would respect, Merriam-Webster, the definition of power is an ability to act or produce an effect 
legal or official authority, capacity or right, possession of control, authority or influence over others, right? So prejudice and then having power. Like how much do you want to give to an oppressor in that way, right? So like, can you flip that for yourself? Because there are things that they have that are powerful, like the idea of currency. However, does that mean you have power over me? And that's a that's a personal question for a lot of people. And that's why we stay knowingly and unknowingly in some spaces by adopting certain, um, putting things like we've said before, putting things in our bags that do not belong to us. Because, you know, I've said it before, there is no white man that determines whether I get up or go to sleep. Like, that's just not the way my life works. Of course, like, so that has to come within different levels of control and boundaries that I exhibit within my own space. So by, for me, that's limiting social media. By, for me, that's not being like a brand whore, you know, and having to wear the Gucci and the Prada and this and that. That is for me saying that an employer will not dictate my ability to take care of myself or my family. You know, what is, and, and we have to define what that power is and then see where those things continue to um, you know, play out in our lives. And then connecting that to the colorblind aspect, again, thinking about how we just took this deep dive. Again, I am into language, linguistics, all those things, but it's that important if we're gonna use words to the, you know, in the ways that we're using them to really sum up certain things, right? Colorblind, I don't see color. What are you trying to say? What, what exactly are you trying to say? What does that mean to you? So those are my thoughts about that definition. One on a long rant, but no, mm -hmm. I just, prejudice and power, prejudice also, see that's like an oxymoron because if you're prejudiced, then that means you're ignorant. So like there are elements of things you have that are powerful, but you are not powerful because you are prejudiced, which means that you are ignorant of many other things, right? And that's ignorant based upon your belief that you are better than because of things that you are not truly knowledgeable of. And we could go into that definition too, but my thoughts. I, I agree with you on a lot of that. I do. I think for me, I think I look at the definition more as when I think power, I think you rep be you being a part of the representation of power like you as a white person you personally right aren't powerful but then also racism isn't always a personal thing right like that's where prejudice comes into place right so racism i think is more on a bigger scale and that power you know so you as a white woman just any white woman have some sort of power because of you are a white woman, right? It might not be you, Liz, as a white woman are more powerful than me, Rainey, but overall how society views us, you have more power in society than I do. Your voice is heard more often. Um, you are closer to the center of the universe of obligation. You know, society feels more obligated to you and that gives you a certain amount of power. Right. But again, I think that that's more of a general sense. And then the prejudice part, I think, comes more in a very individualized sense. But and I would agree. I get that. And I, I can understand your idea and your thought process with that. I think 
from that standpoint, like that's even going back to um someone not too long ago. Ah, oh, I'm so bad with names. I really need to get better with names. But um, they spoke about even the term of white privilege, right? So when we use that word privilege, these are things that are given, right? Let's, let's think about the background of these words. These are things that are given, not things that are taken in my, and not my opinion, but like if we really, and maybe we need to do like a word explorer one day to maybe that's it too, you know? going back to understanding even like where the roots of some of these words come from. The idea of the privilege, you only, it's only a privilege by again, like what you're saying, Rainy, society, right? Um, you having to go first in line in a war, that's not a privilege. You know, you sitting in the front of a bus where the engine is burning, that's not a privilege. So it's perspective, it's um, again, going back to who you're living for, what is like, even with society and then going back to that space again of, um, you know, true, like really, really educating others, but what we are living for, because having the most, the loudest voice isn't the most powerful voice, but I do get what you're saying as in like power as in like, okay, let's think about an Emmett Till, you know, situation and those things that still exist today. <laughs> excuse me um or you know things that people experience like that today so I understand that I think I get held up on the word power because there are some people that can take it but I would like to venture out and say even when we think about racism and prejudice now as much as they're alike at the same time, I, I think so many people that exhibit this extreme racism um, focus more on greed than even color. I don't even think they're intelligent enough to have, like they're not following anything that is, I, I don't, they're not adding to the creation of it. They're literally just falling in line by ignorance, if that makes sense. Absolutely. No, I totally get that. I think the biggest thing for me is just like even, using that definition and why we say there's no such thing as reverse racism is because for us of color, we don't have that power behind us, right? Like even you use that example of Emmett Till, you have that prejudice of those white men who have that prejudice against him being a black man, a black boy, but then they had that power of being white in a courtroom. And that's how we got to that situation and how that happened or that power where they knew that they could go and do what they did and take him out of his room and there were no repercussions because they had that power of being white males in Mississippi, you know? So not them individually, but what they stood for, I guess. Right. And then, you know, and then again, using that, you know, reverse racism, it doesn't make sense because we as people of color, we don't have that power of society behind us in those ways. So, which is why we can't be racist. We can be prejudiced for sure, but that's an individual thing. We can't affect any sort of, systemic issues like a white person can because we don't have that power of society behind us you know society is in and of itself always been against us so we can't make systemic things but you know again like or you look at things now like that that one crazy white karen at the victoria's secrets right the mm. prejudice she exhibited by you know, attack, you know, that prejudice that she exhibited by going after that black woman and screaming. And then the power she had that her ass wasn't absolutely laid out by security. 
for acting that way. Nobody stopped her. Nobody was like, you need to leave, right? They coddled to her breakdown. Had that been a black woman though, we all know that that would not have been the same because black women do not hold the same places in society as white women. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I, um, but hands and fists do, right? So it's like, (laughs) (laughs) so, you know, it's like how far, because we can go, because then too, we're the majority, right? So, I mean, I think we have a lot, and don't get me wrong, I'm not blind to systematic racism by any means, shape or form. Um, Definitely not saying that, but we have to, we have to think about these words and use them in ways that um, demonstrate what we mean and not continue to give people things that are um, not justified because I do. And then too, like also letting other people tell the stories. I I think by saying like, and I, I guess I just, I probably am just hung up on the word power, but you know, prejudiceness with power like that's so empowering as a phrase, right? Like it sounds good. It feels good when it rolls off the tongue. Like we need to make it sound ugly. We need to make the things that we're saying um, just sound like what they are and not sound like fluffy little, t- you know, the like puppies that we want to rock. Prejudice with the privilege of acting like a dumbass. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yes. I don't know. I don't know how we... um make these definitions better but and I think I do think that's a good one I just I don't know I'm, I'm hung up on that word I don't I don't even know what we start I forget what that woman said too when she was saying removing the word privilege but it was something kind of like un so uh, no what what was it something along the lines of um unburdened undeserved something like that you know, because power is like, or privilege, that's like you get something everyone else has because you are. So that's the same thing when we think about saying colorblind, right? Like Liz started off by saying, you're saying you're the standard, so no other colors matter. By us saying you're privileged, you you deserve it more so than others. By us saying you have power, that's saying you have the ability to exhibit this control over others so how can we use these terms and flip that so we're taking the control away from them maybe that's where I'm getting at so kind of maybe more like undeserved advantages like I mean because I totally I I I I get what you're saying like as an English teacher words are powerful I I, they are and they evolve words evolve you know I, I get so upset with people who get very stuck in well this is the way this means English is an evolving language. I mean, the fact that on fleek is now in the dictionary, like it changes, it changes for what we need it to change it to. And it, it we, even the race, the, the definition of racism is different now than it was yes. years ago. So as we keep changing, that's okay. I think it's okay to change definitions, to make it, to fine tune it, to finesse it, to make sure that it is as accurate as possible. So I, I agree with you on that blue and I, maybe it would be good for us to kind of do like a word dive on the red dove sometime and kind of really break apart some of these words that we hear in the social justice activism world and what these mean and and you know maybe come up with better ideas or kind of really um 
really narrow down what we mean when we say that, because words are extremely powerful. And I totally understand what you're saying about like, you know, that, that the idea of power, that, it, that, that still is sort of a positive connotation, right? Like, it I is. Wanna, I don't want to be unpowerful. Yes. So, and, and yes. I, I do like, and like you said, like people of the global majority, that gives us more power. And they did that for a reason, right? To, to strengthen and embolden people of color, right? Yes. So why not keep changing those definitions? I like that idea. So I'm, I'm on board with that. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm glad that through that whole like diarrhea of the mouth is it made sense because I feel like there are many things that over time, and I mean, I don't just feel this way, but we know that things are, uh, that's what they do, right? We twist history, we twist things to make them say and speak to certain things. And once that is written and signed with that seal as, you know, like that phrase, white privilege, that means every time I hear it as a black woman, I'm, I'm without, I'm less than, although it is negative, right? And um, what it truly means, how people um, choose to exhibit it and what it means to uh, those of us of color, still it has a meaning and a, it lands on me. So when I think about the way words are landing on other babies and other people of color, really like, and, and thank goodness now we have the time and the, the kids that are younger than us have the time to help people understand in many different ways what they mean, you know? So now we have the time to think about how we want to transform these definitions and reclaim and retell and correctly tell stories and, and um, share what things mean. Because being a jerk, like we were saying, like that's not privilege, that's not power, that's greed. You know, that can be prejudice and greed. That can be um, prejudice and abusive. That can be prejudice and reluctant to share. There are my, uh, many other ways we can say it, but powerful? No, like to me, when I think of someone who's powerful, if I thought about someone who was in my family that was powerful, it wouldn't be because they were doing a lot of ugly things to me, you know? And if that is what we think of, like I don't want my future daughter to think that by her being powerful is stepping on others. I want her to have a, a full understanding of words and what they mean so that should she want to live in them she can live in them and then also continue to add to them and make the the special things right because even to have the control of someone nobody has control over me it's 2021 nobody has control over me they can do some crappy things they say some crappy things about me but i want the babies that look like me to say i can get up and do whatever like it's not gonna be easy every day but, and we're still fighting. We're not gonna, we're gonna take their foots off our necks. We're not living in that anymore. I love that. I love that so much. Yes. Thank you both for coming on and having this conversation as always. And it's on our um, uh, Instagram page, but especially uh, episodes dealing with um, direct conversations of race in every episode, please support Blue and Rainy. Uh, they both have cash apps. Rainy is dollar sign day of rain. 
and blues is her cash app is dollar sign b-l-e-a-w pay black women for their labor Uh, thank you both and if you like this podcast why wouldn't you please give us five stars on apple podcasts it really helps spread the word and we are out there on facebook instagram twitter also, email us any activism stories that you see or ones that you're personally involved in. You can email us at the Red Dove Podcast at gmail.com. Until next time.